It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That was a nice way to win a game. People were standing on their feet the entire game. They were wondering, will the Astros crack Mr. Bradish? Well, they did, and it was a walk-off win. And we're going to talk about this and what the Astros are planning going forward with their pitching staff on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we update you joins for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heismick. Find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Just hit that red button down there and go as big fat, uh, give us a big fat thumbs up as well. And go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Locked On Astros podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter the promo code locked on MLB for a free water bottle with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Uh, so we've got a lot to talk about. The Astros won a game against the Orioles. Uh, it was a late win. Uh, Christian Javier had probably one of his best games of the season, and this was a a must win if they didn't win this game they technically would have been out of the playoffs if they didn't win this game and the royals are on deck this is the final um homestand of the regular season and i do have some breaking news that i want to go ahead and announce on this podcast brett uh this is some breaking news that just came down the, the line um okay. apparently kyle bradish has just been um told that um the dna results are in and he is the Astros' daddy. Um, in 22.2 innings, he has allowed zero earned runs. So you can see mm. he looked a little confused there. Um, he's like, well, <laughs> I don't want to be the daddy of a whole team. Uh, that, that's, that's kind of a lot of mouths to feed. So he doesn't want to be the baby daddy there. So, uh, But he's pitched very good against the Houston Astros in his career. Granted, it's a small sample size, but – for as good as the Astros offense has been, he's found a way to shut him down. He has. And, and you know, you, you knew coming into this that the Orioles weren't just going to be pushovers. They weren't going to simply lay down. I honestly thought coming in, we would catch them on their heels in the first game, take advantage of that, and hopefully maybe after a split go for a series win. I, I didn't think there was any chance of us really sweeping because – I mean, this is the third series in a row. I believe we've lost if you're counting by games. Yes. And if there's ever a moral victory in a final win in a series against a very good Baltimore Orioles team, I think this is a good morale booster. I think this is one that I don't know if the players were panicking. I know the fan base was panicking. I know I was a little on edge during the game. 
but I don't know that this team ever really panics. And that's what separates the pros from the people that aren't pros like us. And, and that's why we are watching the game. They're on the field, playing the game and executing. But at the end of the day, the, there are just so many question marks as to why the Astros offense hasn't been consistent today. You clearly had a pitcher that has your number offensively. You had Jordan Alvarez out of the lineup because Dusty Baker said he had been, he hadn't been running well. He actually hasn't been hitting well. I think he was one for eight in the series. And so it wasn't a terrible idea to sit him, but it the optics look bad. You're going to avoid a sweep. You sit Jordan Alvarez. Is Dusty serious? Well, it worked out. Um, Diaz went in, basically took his place, did phenomenal. We'll talk about Diaz and Dubon later. But Javier, Eric, as you mentioned, 11 strikeouts. I mean, this was an absolute gem. And you need Javier to be pitching like this because you you and I have asked the question, is Javier worthy of a rotation spot when it comes to the playoffs? And if he catches fire these last couple starts, then I think he earns that right. He looked very good against a very good offensive team. All right, so um, let's go ahead and do Thoughts by Dusty a little early today. Thoughts by Dusty. This is about Jordan Alvarez. He said, I just decided to give him today off, and then he'll be good through the season, much like I did with Tucker. Sometimes you maybe sacrifice one game for the next nine. From my experience, I've seen it to be very beneficial, not only physically, but mentally too. So, Brett, um, I'm going to go ahead and take the night, the day off tomorrow for the next nine podcast. Uh, that way, my next nine podcast will be better. Is that okay? That's what Dusty Baker does. I mean, is that what's going on here? Hey, look, Eric, if it makes you better, <laughs> then please. No, <laughs> look, and and I I didn't necessarily understand it. And, of course, I retweeted a picture of him in his Hawaiian shirt, because I kind of jokingly say on the show, and I've said it more than one time. If, if you've watched a number of episodes this, this season, you've heard me say, I picture Dusty Baker coming to the clubhouse, wearing a Hawaiian shirt with a straw hat and a pina colada, like in a coconut in his hand saying, Hey guys, we got a game today because he's so laid back because that is his personality. Um, I've, I've always respected Dusty. I don't necessarily agree with all his decisions this year, but I go back to the playoffs last year. I was the only one, in any media format, writing about Dusty being the X factor. Today, he actually executed the game really well. And, and I even think on the days of the games where maybe he puts a lineup that I'm not real big on, that lineup construction isn't necessarily the reason why they lose. You just go up there and don't execute. Because bottom line is Dusty doesn't hit. Dusty doesn't get in the box. But you still wonder, why doesn't Diaz get more starts? Why isn't Diaz a more regular part of the lineup? He was a big part of this game today. Jordan could have, I think Jordan looked noticeably, I don't know if he was upset, but he wasn't happy with what was going on going into the, um, going into the bottom of the ninth because, you know, he had, he had walked, right? He didn't get it really, he didn't get a chance. And you could tell like his, he's a competitive guy that he wanted to be a part, but ultimately they respect the manager in that clubhouse. And that's what you want. 
Yes. Uh, so today's game was uh, it was kind of one of those. OK, it was one to nothing. Uh, but the game before was uh, a little bit more stressful. And Dusty Baker said this. I didn't see this uh, before, when I did my podcast last night. But uh, he said, um, if I knew why it was hap- it wouldn't be happening. Sorry. If I knew why we were having trouble scoring at home, it wouldn't be happening. Plus, our pitching guys are spending hours upon hours trying to figure this out. We're one game under 500 at home. They uh, got back to 500 today, which is the complete opposite of the way we play on the road. I don't know exactly what it is. We try to put a finger on it. You don't know. I know one thing, though. They're hitting the ball out of the ballpark on us. Yes, they were. But Christian Javier came in and did his job today. He went out there, like you said, and just dominated them. Uh, this was the old Christian Javier. This was the Christian Javier that we need in the playoffs. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this in, uh, um, in a second. But seven strikeouts through the first three innings. Six strikeouts and 11 whiffs through his first trip through the uh, Baltimore's order. So it was just a great just game appearance for Javier. And this is a confidence builder, everything you needed from him in this game. And that's what the Astros need to have confidence to maybe put him when it's game time and game time is when the playoffs start. And that's hopefully in nine days. And hopefully the Astros don't fall out of it. But this episode is brought to you by game time. That's right. Game time is an amazing place to go. It's, it's a website that you want to use. Well, not a website. It's an app. Like it's on your phone. It's so simple. You know, you can get stressed out buying tickets. I know I've been stressed out trying to get the right tickets at the right price with the, without all the fees and stuff. Well, when you're hunting down the right price, why don't you get a game time? I've actually done it myself. I didn't have to plan months in advance or even weeks in advance or even days in advance. I did it the day I went. I parked my vehicle, walking up to Minute Maid Park, use the game time app. Literally search the game, search the price range I wanted, two clicks, and I was set. And this is what they have also. They have a game time guarantee that if you find a seat in the same section, in the same row for less, they will credit you 110% the difference. And it's exclusive flash deals, not just on baseball, but football, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Went to a went to the Texans home opener, and I was there. Um, was there hosted by somebody? But I looked on the Game Time app. They had flash deals and they had amazing deals, so you can get images of your seats in a matter of seconds. You can get that using your phone directly. So right now, if you use the promo code Locked On, you get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Go to Game Time today. Last minute tickets, best prices guaranteed. And the Astros play the Royals on Friday, 7, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search Astros. Now, Eric, before you launch into some alternate topic, the Houston Astros today, before they got to the point of tying the game or before they got to the point of literally walking the game off, there just wasn't a whole lot going on. And Hector Neres did something that I really overlooked. The bullpen really stepped up today. But the energy Hector Neres brings, I just have to highlight that because the other day we talked about it. He has closer stuff. He has closer moxie. And right. you knew at the end that it was going to be Press's game for the close. And I'm I'm glad he did his job. But literally, there were two guys on. It was a key moment for him. He had given up two hits. 
but he got out of the inning without giving up a run. So the bullpen, after Javier did give up, did give up the one run, shut the game down. And when you shut down this offense, and Gunnar Henderson was one for four today. I mean, he's been lighting the world on fire at Minute Maid Park. And Javier in the bullpen absolutely neutralized him. So that's a good job by them. So Javier had five innings, only allowed three hits, one earned run, two walks, 11 strikeouts. This was tied a season high, 20 swings and misses, 14 on his fastball, 91 pitches, 62 of them were strikes. So he was striking people out so much that his pitch count was up there. And so um, if you're looking at everything, uh, it was just it was just good. Uh, He just. The um, Orioles fouled off 12 pitches, only put four in play with average of 78.6 miles exit velocity. Eight of his strikeouts ended on whiffs on his fastball. So he had his stuff back today. So I don't know what happened if they went ahead and just finally figured out what mechanically he's been doing wrong or it's just something that he figured out on his own. But definitely just just looking at him, this was a much different Uh, Christian Javier, this is the guy that the Astros can count on in the postseason because we have not seen that guy. And Hunter Brown, that it's very doubtful that, um, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be used in the postseason, but it's just getting very doubtful that you're going to be able to count on him that much. I think Christian Javier goes back into the rotation at this point. JP France is probably in the the postseason rotation, assuming, uh, you know, but um, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, obviously your top two are JV and Framber, and then I think JP France is is an easy third for me after that. If Javier is dealing, Javier and then JP. But hey, Jay Roberts asks us, Dusty pulling Graveman with two outs. Do you think he's lost some confidence in him? I don't think he's lost confidence in him. I I think he had the plan to bring in a Brayu all along, longer than just the one inning because he did pitch right. one and one thirds inning. Um, Abreu's been nails. I mean, he continues his scoreless streak. Um, it's the longest one in the majors. And I think he wanted to give him more than just one inning of work since there was, um, since there is an off day on Thursday. So I don't know that they're losing confidence in him. And if, if he was, you would never hear Dusty say that. Well, I mean, some people say that he's kind of, he's not too confident on certain players or he won't praise certain players, but I don't think you'll ever hear him say he's not confident, um, in somebody on the mound, but you know, Kendall Graveman, um, two thirds of an inning gave up one hit. He did have one strikeout, but again, I think the key here is he held them. Presley didn't give up a walk or a hit. He didn't have a strikeout, but he got he got the outs needed in that ninth inning, and so they go on to win this game. But Eric, the bottom of the lineup today um, is really where it happened. I guess more like the middle of the lineup: Diaz, McCormick, Myers got a hit, Dubon with the big hit, but Diaz coming up in the ninth. Getting that little bloop single that he turned into a double right. with his wheels. And then after him, you had um who was it that came up? Chaz McCormick came up and you know, um he got out. He advanced the runner, yeah. Okay. He advanced the runner. And then I believe Myers did did Myers strike out there? Oh no, Dubon came in for Myers, and that's when Dubon yeah. hit that ball. I don't know if you notice his leg kick, but his back leg goes goes backwards when he swings. I absolutely love his swing. And for him to get that moment and tell Julia, I knew like my moment was there and I was going to do it. 
this guy knows when he's gonna hit. Like he just needs to make sure he's communicating that with Dusty. <laughs> Dusty, this is my moment because that dude can call it. He is a sage or a prophet right now. We should call him Prophet Dubon. Yeah. So I know that Dusty Baker after the game said that uh, this was a big one. It's nice to see the guys happy and partying because it's been a morgue in there the past couple of games. Well, yeah, so, of course it has been a, a morgue. morgue. Well, <laughs> a morgue. But when you had two leads that you get, you know, the fans are yeah. excited. But then when you lose them, yeah, of course you're going to kill the fun in the stadium. But. Eric, let me ask you this. And um, I, I went I went to Twitter and I did a poll because, you know, Twitter polls are always the best way to get information or I would say the the pulse of the fan base. Will this Astros win lead to one of these things? I want you to give me your answer. Will it lead to a sweep of the Royals? Yes, full throttle. At least two of three. No. Is this even a question? Which of those answers are you giving me? Will this win lead to a sweep of the Royals? Better baseball, two out of three, at least, at minimum. Okay, okay. So, I mean, at this point, you've really got to sweep. you got to sweep every series from this point on. And we'll talk about the rotation in a second. And it seems like the Astros are lining up the best pitchers for the Mariner series. Uh, so, but um, are you, once again, are they sacrificing one game for another game? And so we'll see what happens in that situation. But um, I – I don't know. I'm not going to go out there and say sweep anymore just because we've been burned there. We thought the A's were going to be a sweep. We thought the Royals was going to be a sweep. And I just don't feel comfortable going out there anymore and saying sweep. So I'm going to say two out of three is probably realistic, okay. but you know, really yeah, got but, to go out there and sweep. But you, but you know, it's interesting because a lot of people have said, like most of the people said, yes. I mean, I think this is going to lead to the Astros sweeping. I think with what happened in 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 Kansas City and with how they got beat by the Orioles at home, and with them being five hundred and all that stuff, I think the I think the team's probably motivated to 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 end the regular season for their home fans on a winning note. So I don't think that that adds pressure. I think that adds motivation. And I'm saying if. If the Astros do sweep the Royals, I won't be surprised. If they win the series, I won't be surprised. But if they lose two out of three or they get swept, I will be surprised because I really think this win puts a stamp on where this team wants to be, where they know they can be. And if you can walk off the Orioles, you can surely beat the Royals at home. Best two out of three. So definitely uh, this is a series the Astros got to go out there and win. So um, I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but we'll talk about the rotation coming up pretty soon. And um, but if you want to go out there and kind of make some bets on uh, baseball, because the season's almost over, FanDuel is out there just getting the bets for us, too. So, yeah, that's right. FanDuel is the great place that you need to go because action is happening right now in the NFL. It's official partner of the NFL. And it's America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Just place a $5 bet. Um, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action. It's easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. FanDuel is the place to go. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season today. 
$200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Visit FanDuel.com and include money lines, props, and so much more. So check it out today. Don't forget to hang out at your local Hooters. You can go to Hooters from anywhere, from Pearland to Sugarland to Galveston to Kima to Humble to Katy. You can hang out there. They've got specials every single day. They've got buy one, get one wings on Mondays and Wednesdays. They've got $3 Blue Moon drafts. They've got $9.99 McLobe Ultra pitchers. And on Thursday nights, they have karaoke after Thursday night football, and they have happy hour till close. Just remember that when you stop by your local Hooters, tell them that Locked on Astros Central, you get a free basket of fried pickles. And go hang out with the world-famous Hooters girls. Why? Because Hooters makes you happy. Check them out today. All right, guys, if you can't um, watch the Astros play the Royals on Friday and you can't be there, go and uh, download the SiriusXM app. Uh, just search SXM and search Astros. You can hear all the play-by-play action. Uh, this is going to be a great series. Uh, Framber Valdez is going to be on the mound. He's going to be out there directing traffic, traffic and just – controlling everything kind of like Christian Javier did and get the Astros off to a great start. Unlike the last three freaking series for the Houston Astros. So uh, <laughs> that's what we're looking forward to. So make sure you uh, listen to that on series XM. So uh, speaking of that, let's go and talk about the Astros rotation. So yeah. it's going to be from Valdez, JP France and Hunter Brown. So what they're doing is they're going to go ahead and save Justin Verlander for Seattle and also, you're going to have Valdez pitch again versus Mariners and Javier pitch uh, versus the Mariners. So this is going to be probably the best three pitchers. I mean, J.P. France has been one of the most consistent pitchers for right. the Astros. But based off what we saw at, uh, today, Javier, if he can duplicate this, this is the guy we've been missing all year, the consistency. Uh, yes, we would like him still go deeper in games, but – this is remember when he first came up and he, uh, he transitioned to a starter. He yeah. he had a high pitch count and he didn't go deep into games. And I think what he's trying to do now is kind of get back to who he was. So he's just trying to figure out how to stay deeper into these games now and have that dominance that he had when he uh, first came up. Well, and I think too he looked a lot more focused today. Like he has just looked really uncomfortable on the mound. Um, he just. Not that he wears his emotions that 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 readily, but you you can tell if if you go back and watch the games where where he's gotten in trouble, where he hasn't had success, you can tell he's perspiring a little bit more. He just has a look like the motors are turning. Like I can't right. quite figure out what it is I'm not doing or I need to do. Right. Um, am I overthrowing? Am I you know like what's my spin like? What's the feel of the ball? And today, he just went out there and he looked comfortable. He never got flustered. He never got excited. And he did a really good job. Um, you know, Dusty Baker was, it was funny. Dusty Baker was asked the question again about Maldonado versus Yanner Diaz in playing time. And he said, look, I, he goes, I've answered this question a million times. I'm telling you, Maldonado out there on the mound with those, the, the guys that he catches, it is because of a comfort level with the pitchers and the catchers. And it is because of his experience calling games. And he said, I'm not going to explain it anymore. And I'm like, well, good, Dusty. You shouldn't have to. You should say that's the guy I want out there and just go with it because, you know, people are going to question it. 
But Javier is that guy that needs Maldonado out there on the on the you know almost said on the mound behind the dish while he throws. Right. I love the way the Seattle series lines up, and I think again Dusty did a great job with the lineup today. He sacrificed the DH like Jay Roberts said, but he made the right moves, and I think they made the right moves with the pitching staff making Seattle the priority with your aces out there, and I really think that's going to end up going well for us. I'm I'm excited about these next six games. All right, don't forget that the Rangers and Mariners do play each other uh, for seven out of the last ten games. So the best result here is not one team sweeping the other. That would be bad for the Astros. You probably want them to finish four and three. I think that would be the best bet uh, because that means that somebody's going to lose. And so uh, that that would be the best bet in the, in that situation. Well, if the Rangers do sweep the Mariners and the Rangers end up tied with the Astros, we have the tiebreaker. So that yeah. would be, I don't care how the Rangers win it, but if they right. win it and we're still able to stay ahead, that's fine. I just don't want the Mariners winning it. What's up? Are you tell me to root for the Rangers? Is well, that what you're saying? I'm, I'm telling you if I'm telling you that rooting for the Rangers I'll against the Mariners yeah. actually benefits actually benefits the Astros. Heck yeah, I'm saying that. Um, but but look, someone said, hey, talk about talk about um about Javier's invisible. Look, his fastball had more movement and had more life on it today. And and you talked about the missed bats that he had today. Yeah. It was it was looking really, really good. There was only one or two throws where he threw that ball way up out of the zone. But the swings and misses were key, Eric. For his four-seam fastball, um, he was getting a 2,492 RPMs. His yearly average is 2,252. So he was up about 73 RPMs on his four-seam fastball today. That's what you're looking for. You're, I mean, all of his rotations today were up from his averages. His slider was up almost 200, it looks like. Um, his changeup was up almost 300 over his yearly average. And so that's he was just spinning the ball really well. He had a grip on the ball. He was confident. And if he can lock it in, these other guys can lock it in. I'm telling you, this team can do great things come October and come playoff baseball. Maybe we'll be saying, oh, ye of little faith. Because we got all freaked out over the regular season, but here come the playoffs. Let's go. Yes. Uh, so uh, you sent me something from uh, Sarah Lanes. Um, yes. This is the first time since 1969 that a in a division with uh, ten or uh, games or less that three teams are within a half game of each other for wow. the uh, division. So this is crazy. The fact that if let's say the Rangers were to lose tomorrow. They'll be out of playoffs. I know there's there's other times, but it's just crazy how one loss could literally put you out of playoff picture for right now. That's what happens when the Blue Jays go on that winning streak. It was going to be an all AL West wild card situation, but now it's the Blue Jays are like, no, uh, y'all are over there sucking. We're going to take advantage and we're going to start winning and then doing that. So um, yeah, so uh, somebody said that. Uh, we should put that Duvon pick up, but Brett took that away from me. I'm so sorry about that. I cannot put that up. Yeah, anymore. I can't find it. I was I was trying to find it. I was I was trying to do it incognito without you blowing my cover, dude. 
<laughs> but um, don't worry about it. It might show up, Eric. It might show up. Okay. Okay. For those of y'all that are new to the podcast, we had like a uh, just a picture of Dubon that we would put up in the middle of the show when he was uh, going through his hot streak at the beginning of the year. So all of a sudden, um, Brett would be doing the live read for a ad, and uh, I'll put Dubon's picture in front of his face. But uh, so, uh, but apparently the Orioles, it was rookie dress up day. And so half of their team just emerged from the, this is what Chandler Rome said, I think, but half of their team just emerged from the third base dugout shirtless, wearing bathing suits, floaties, snorkels, goggles, and body paint. Okay. So I get the beach theme, but body paint, what, what are you doing with the body paint guys? Mm, I I don't know. That's that's kind of weird. Kind of and weird. one man is dressed up as Santa Claus. Others are in jumpsuits. So rookie um, dress up day. Uh, you got to love it. So um, anyway, so uh, I know that I kind of touched on this a little bit or the, the listeners kind of touched on it. Michael Brantley is a little sore. He's ailing some. That's all Dusty Baker said. He was not available today. Otherwise, we would have seen him instead of John Singleton. And we don't know what's really going on with uh, Jordan Alvarez. So, Brett, any closing thoughts? No, I just, you know, um, I enjoyed the game today. I thought it was a great win. I thought that the the Astros did a, did a great job. The bullpen came in and did a good job. Presley looked great. And, look, um, Hector Neri's got that fire, and I appreciate that. And just make sure, look, hey, when you're on Twitter, don't tweet emotionally. Take it from me, HL Wellhouse. It doesn't usually end well. But thank you all for those of y'all who follow me and follow Eric on the show. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and become an everydayer. Make us your team every single day. And go Strokes. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeehaw. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 